You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of season four of Heart and Soul. I am joined today by Jillian Smith, um, who is a registered dietitian, and she really focuses on helping women say goodbye to stomach symptoms that we can sometimes see as embarrassing or maybe we're ashamed to tell people about. She walks you through a functional medicine approach so that you can kind of rediscover freedom for your gut and then hopefully your life. So thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to chat with you today. Yeah, anytime I get connected with someone who I've never met before, I usually like do a deep dive of stalking. And I like, you know, when you kind of like stalk someone on social media and you're like, I think we could be friends in real life. The worst is like when you're stalking someone local and you're like, you feel like you know everything about their life. And then you like bump into them at a grocery store and you're like, that's my friend. (laughs) They have no idea who you are. You have no idea who I am. (laughs) Yeah. But I was stalking you and I was like, yeah, this girl, like we, we vibe on a lot of the same messaging. And then also I love the way your, your personality comes through, like through your reels. And, um, you really bring a good balance of, both educational information while also making it authentic and your own personality, adding that to it. So I love what you're doing. Go ahead and share um, with our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do besides that little intro I just I just threw in. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, first off, thank you so much. That really does mean a lot. I really appreciate it. So yeah, my name's Jillian and I am a functional medicine registered dietitian. So basically what that means, functional medicine is really my aim is to get to the root cause of my clients and balances. So I specialize in gut health. So I see a lot of clients privately for overcoming super stubborn and complex gut issues. And I really got into this because I was in those shoes a few years ago and I had a massive battle against really frustrating IBS symptoms like irritable bowel syndrome, a lot of bloating, really embarrassing gas. And it really was taking a toll, of course, on how I felt physically in my body, but also took a massive mental toll. I felt, um, you know, it takes a hit at your confidence, your self-esteem and just kind of how you show up in the world if you just don't feel good in your body. Mm -hmm. So that is um, kind of how I got into this line of work. And I was in school to become a dietitian and I was studying nutrition and I couldn't even figure out my own gut issues. It was when I was in school that I was really struggling the most. And I was going, bouncing through so many different doctor's appointments and they were running all the tests, endoscopies, colonoscopies, tons of blood work, and everything just kept on coming back quote unquote normal, which was so frustrating because I felt like I just wasn't being heard that my symptoms and what I was struggling with was really, it wasn't taken seriously and it was just super frustrating. So it wasn't until after I graduated, I became a dietitian and I really started diving into the functional medicine realm where we really take a step back from, okay, just because your tests are coming back normal does not mean that there isn't something going on here. And that's really how I was finally able to truly heal my gut. And since then it's cleared up so many other areas of my life and the gut is truly the center of all health. It affects so many things. So it really just 
it shined a light on so many other areas and I started feeling so much better. And so now that's what I do for a living is I help other women fix their gut issues and know that it is okay to not feel okay. And yeah. that there are answers out there and it is possible for you to feel good in your body again, because I'm living proof of it and my clients are living proof of it. So that's a bit of what I do. I love that. I actually can very much relate to your story. I have had constipation struggles since I was like in elementary school and I was always so embarrassed about it. I remember in fourth grade, I went to a doctor and, about it and um, the doctor's kid was in my class and I was so embarrassed. I was like, I know like now I'm like HIPAA, obviously he's not telling his son, but I was like, oh my gosh, like he's going to know about it. But I grew up kind of with constant um, digestive issues. And then eventually when I became an adult, like I would get so, I mean, shameless living, I would get so like stuffed, stuffed up that I would take um, laxatives to help me go to the bathroom. And then I became kind of addicted to laxatives and that like triggered like eating just like it was just like this whole thing. And so if you really, you're right, like the gut is the center of everything. And if one, if you're living kind of in secret, ashamed of like what your gut is going through, um, like that, that can only like bring more darkness, the more you isolate yourself. So like, let, tell your story, let someone into it and then like get some help also with the functional medicine aspect of it. When I, two years ago, I went to a functional medicine doctor for the first time. Um, a lot of, a lot to do with gut health, a lot to do with like sleep issues, and I was put on for my gut, like a lot of supplements, like all natural supplements. And I had never been to a doctor in my whole life. I'm in my thirties now. And I've had this issue since I was nine. I've never been to a doctor where they could give me something that was natural that actually worked, you know? And, and it was eye opening to me. I was like, oh my gosh, like sometimes when you think functional medicine, you think like, oh, woo woo, like too like Eastern, you know, but, but there is something to be said about, you know, using things from this natural world to heal us, (laughs) you know? Absolutely. And you know, when I was struggling, I was going to different doctors. I was put on different medications, prescriptions that were making my symptoms worse. I constipation was one of my biggest symptoms as well. Super frustrating. And so they would put me on medication to help flush that through, but my life became dependent on knowing where the nearest bathroom was. And I was just like, this is no way to be living. Yeah. And those medications really can be looked at more of a band-aid approach. It's covering up the symptoms of my constipation. It's making things flush through. But the question I'm more interested in is why am I constipated in the first place? Mm-hmm. What sort of imbalances are going on in there and how can we address that so that the constipation becomes a non-issue? What are some of those? That's really interesting. What are some of those like connectors? So like if something else is off, how does that contribute to your gut having issues of, you know, digestive problems and everything like that? Yeah. And so this is where it gets, it's a big complex picture and this is where it can kind of feel overwhelming. And, you know, I said back when I was in school, I couldn't figure out how to fix my own gut. And now in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, because the human body is incredibly complex. There's Mm -hmm. systems on top of systems. And so when you're looking to overcome, you know, for example, health or gut issues and symptoms, you really have to take that whole body approach and really ask, okay, what's driving it at the root. 
And so many times with gut issues, stress is a huge one, Mm. which that's one that I struggled with. And I see with a lot of my clients because gut issues are super stressful and they take a hit mentally and your stress resiliency can be really poor. And that in turn just makes your gut even worse. So you get into this vicious cycle. And so intervening and being like, okay, what are your current stress management techniques? How are you managing your stress right now? That's a conversation that I have with every single one of my clients. And many of them are like, why are we talking about stress when I'm here to talk about my bloating? And stress is often a huge piece to gut issues. So mm-hmm. trying to fix the gut issues, trying to fix the bloating while ignoring the stress piece is a big mistake that a lot of people make. So stress is a really big one. Of course, that ties into if you're not sleeping well, your body can't heal itself. So making sure you're sleeping well, making sure that we are correcting imbalances in the gut so that you can have nutrient absorption. You can actually absorb all those healthy foods that you may be eating. So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to it. And so really having that support to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, what's the lowest hanging fruit here? What can we start addressing right now? Yeah, there really are so many like minor little systems that have to come together to work as a whole. And the Mm -hmm. stress thing's real. Like I know that if you're listening to this, we've all experienced stress in some way or another. And whether it's stress about our guts or stress that leads to our guts hurting, like I, I'm very prone to anxiety and it's something that I, um, have to work through daily. (laughs) Um, but stress is like very natural for me. Like I go straight to like, chaos mode sometimes. And that not only affects my sleep, that's the first thing it affects, but it also affects how I digest food. And it affects like, um, my head, like, like not just fogginess, but headaches and like not being able to think straight. And it's all so connected that if one is off, AKA your gut, then it's going to just domino effect and hurt everything else. Absolutely. That's a question that I ask a lot of my clients is, do you notice that your digestive symptoms subside during rest and relaxation? And all of them are like, you know what? It does actually. And that's like, not a coincidence, right? That gut brain connection is super powerful. And so you can't totally eliminate stress from our life, right? Modern society, we can't get rid of the stress. So the fix is figuring out ways how to recalibrate yourself Mm -hmm. and having those tools in your toolbox to be able to be like, okay, my nervous system's revved up right now. I'm feeling anxious and stressed. How do I bring myself back in a way that works for me? Yeah. You know, when I, this is like maybe TMI, but like, here we are. I um, have like, like I said, struggled with constipation most of my life. And I had a baby in August and not that I wasn't tired, but for maternity, I'm such a go, 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 like busy person that like, I even showed up for this podcast and I was like, I'm sorry, like these cords, like I'm like, seriously, like all over the place some days. And so for maternity leave, like I was forced to just like sit with my baby and I'm not even joking that rest. And it's not restful when you're like awake all night, but there's something about like, I don't have anything to do, but take care of this baby. So I'm like, just sitting, I'm very sedentary for most of the day. Um, during those six weeks, I'm not even joking. Like my gut was on point, like (laughs) with going to the bathroom and I don't know, I, there's something to be said about that. Like my body wasn't, 
like our physical bodies really affect our mental, mental affect physical. So like my body wasn't in this physical strain, like it usually was that I was able to like go to the bathroom, you know, something as simple as that, that really, that really can change everything. Like we don't realize a lot of people like probably take for granted being able to go to the bathroom every day. Like you don't realize how freeing that is. Oh my gosh. 100%. I mean, it really does. Struggling with constipation is incredibly uncomfortable. You really just feel not at home in your body. And that's, you know, such a message that I really try to drive home is that it is so possible for you to feel like yourself again, because it absolutely, it's super draining and constipation's one on the other side of the spectrum, always having to know where a bathroom is because you don't know when the diarrhea is going to come rushing. Yeah. That's a real thing as well. And so it, it is so possible to overcome these symptoms. You just got to have that right support. And it's also very freeing when you do start to talk about it and you realize, and this goes with like anything you, sh- you are battling or, or think that like, oh my gosh, I'm the only one. When you do start to talk about it, you'll, you'll start to see that a lot of people deal with this and yeah. it's, of course they do. I mean, this is a stressful time to be living in society and not only that, but there's so many different ways to health and it's being poured into us everywhere we look and turn that most people are probably dealing with this as well. And they're just not talking about it. So when you start talking about it, it's going to empower someone else to be like, wait, me too. You know, like what can we do together? And that's why I love what you're doing, especially on social media. You're like making this, um, the gut or issues with the gut, very just like personal, but also like it is what it is, you know, like we all have it. You know, 100%. and I think so many times, especially with women, we have to feel like we have to be like, oh, we can't talk about poop. We can't yeah. talk about <laughs> our bloating. And it's like, no, like, let's talk about it. Let's normalize it because I guarantee you more people are struggling with the same things that you are than you think are. So yeah, conversation. It's so true. It's so funny. Cause like guys probably think we like, don't talk about it at all. I mean, my husband knows I do, but like, don't talk about it at all. And then like, anytime I've ever had a girl's night, it's like somehow the conversation always goes to like periods, poop, and (laughs) the most disgusting stuff. And you're like, yeah, we pretty much talk about it all the time. Um, I love your message about feeling at home in your body. Um, because that I feel like whether it's a gut issue or a body image issue, or whatnot, every woman struggles with that, not feeling at home in their body, not knowing what it means when people say, listen to your body, like, what the heck? I don't even know how to hear it. I don't know my body. You know, I'm all over the place with insecurities and, um, you know, physical ailments that like, I don't know what it's like to feel at home in your body. So if you wouldn't mind sharing like that shift for you when you started, kind of crossing that line into like, oh, this body is my home and I like this home. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. So yeah, you know, I think for the longest time when I was struggling, I had a massive disconnect with my body. I had a lot of distrust. I felt like my body was retaliating against me. And I was just like, why can my friends eat anything they want? Yet I'm the quote unquote healthiest eater over here. And yet I'm still the one struggling with all these gut issues and why can they do all this? And I can't, why does my body hate me? And that in, in and of itself was the piece that I think was doing the most damage in the first place. And so it really wasn't until 
I started appreciating my body and I started to recognize like, okay, what if these symptoms that I'm having, they're not my body's way of hating me. It's actually my body's way of trying to communicate with me. Mm. Hey, something's off. Something is not right in here. You got to turn some attention and help me out here. And for the longest time, I wasn't thinking of it in that way. I was thinking of it because my body hates me. It's doing these terrible things to me. So it wasn't until I kind of made that mindset shift being like, okay, what if my body's actually looking out for me? And what if my body is really trying to protect me? And there's just something that I'm not seeing and that I need to dig a little bit deeper into. And that's really when I started the functional medicine route of my career and really started getting into that. And I was able to figure out the imbalances. I was able to fix my gut. And so now I have such a deeper appreciation and trust for my body that, you know, my days aren't perfect. Even when I do have a bad gut day, I don't start spiraling into, oh my goodness, my body hates me. I've derailed all my progress. It's from a totally different place where I'm like, okay, body. What are you trying to tell me? Let's just sit with each other for a little bit. Let's figure out what's going on. What's happening in my life right now is work a little bit stressful and kind of unpacking those external things can really help me then be like, okay, this is why my body's reacting this way. Here's my game plan for correcting it. Yeah. It's a game plan. I, I, I have so much that I could say about this, but like when I meet with women on eating disorders, I, one of the things I say is like, just because I am equipping you with these tools doesn't mean that I don't have days where I look in the mirror and don't like what I see. You know, I'm not like, it's not like I just woke up one day and I'm like, I'm healed, like new, new me, you know, let's do this. I have to use those tools in my toolbox daily to fight this. It's a battle and you have to fight it. And I love what you said about like, maybe it, your body's trying to protect you by like acting out against you. Uh, One of like my favorite quotes is, and it's so cheesy, but it's so good is like, sometimes God's rejection is protection. And so like your body rejecting something or like giving you like a swerve, like, Oh, this doesn't feel right. Is actually it trying to be like, Hey, listen to me. Like I know best. I know what's good. And so often we go from like one solution, I'm using air quotes to the next solution to the next that we don't even take the time to pause and be like, hmm, I wonder why this is hurting. Total, like very near example, like literally last week and this week I've been having like chest pain and my first inclination is like, I'm going to die of a heart attack. Like this is the end, you know, like I go like straight to it. And my husband the other night was like, are you stressed? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, probably it. Like, you know, we carry that stress in our bodies. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. Like I went all the way to like, okay, I'm going to have to like schedule an EEG and like, (laughs) like, you know, Google indeed myself. And, um, anyways, there's like little signs and symptoms that you get throughout the day from your gut. And if you just pause and take a second to listen to it and then react in like a way that you're, or in, in like a, I guess a way that you've planned for where your tools are, then it's a totally different game. It doesn't mean that you don't struggle with it anymore. It just means you know how to fight it. That was like such a rambling moment, but Oh my gosh. It's so good though. Yeah. You're so right. It's, it's not about completely flipping a switch and being like, Oh, it's all sunshine rainbows. And I never have bad days. It's being equipped with the tools so that when you do have a bad day, you don't go spiraling down and think the world's ending. It's like, okay, I can recognize this for what it is. There's no judgment here. I'm going to use these tools and I'm going to move on. 
This is like totally a side note, but I don't know if you deal with this. I'm assuming you do and you can like let me know, but I have clients who, um, so I, I do personal training and group training. And, um, so like the physical body is kind of what I work with, but I try to like make it like a, a mind body connection type thing, but I'll have clients who come in and they'll be like, I want to lose this amount of weight and by this amount of weeks. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's like not really what it's all about, but like, let's just start enjoying movement and see where it takes us. And then like if six weeks go by and they haven't reached their goal weight, which is such booty do, I hate that term. (laughs) Then, um, they're like, why, why isn't what you're doing working? And I'm like, this is, there is a whole system. There are 24 hours in the day and you're with me for 30 minutes. Like you have to learn to align the rest of your life with whatever you want your goal to be. And I'm not like, I'm not promoting weight loss being a goal. I'm just saying like there, I'm sure people come to you and they're like, I have gut issues, like heal me. And you're like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to heal you because we're imperfect humans, but I can give you some ways to like fix little things and that you can use and apply to your daily life. Exactly. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. And I do a lot of testing in my practice. So I do a lot of stool testing super humbling experience for my clients, but it's really great because you can actually see what's going on at the level of the gut and within the microbiome. So it is helpful to kind of have some of that objective data to be like, you have this gut infection going on. This is why you feel so crummy. Here's what we're going to do to get rid of this infection and help you Mm -hmm. feel better. But of course, you know, it's, it's also, it's, I always explain to my clients, we got to meet in the middle. I'm going to be giving you the tools and what our game plan is. And then it's up to you to execute that. And mm-hmm. if something's not working, communicate that with me. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, okay. I want to just kind of leave our listeners before I, I have four questions that I ask every guest, but before that, I want you to kind of give our listeners who maybe need some practical tips for their gut. Like what are some things that they can do this week? to like help their gut. Oh, I love it. Okay. So number one, I, I got to bring in the stress. We were already talking about this one. It really does play such a huge pivotal role. So maybe just starting to build those little neural pathways to be able to see like, okay, when my gut issues are really bad, what is my stress looking like? Just to kind of start making some of that connection, tune into your body a little bit to start building that gut brain body connection. And, um, the more we practice it, the more it becomes habitual. So just getting that process started. Another thing I would say, and this is kind of a more practical tip that listeners can really start doing is really focusing on more meals versus grazing all day long throughout the day. When it comes to gut health, grazing all day long, which this is what I used to do. I would just have little bits and pieces of food all day long and doing that, not giving your gut a chance to kind of chill and clean itself can lead to a lot of overgrowth of that bad bacteria. So maybe making a little goal to try to consolidate a lot of your like grazing snacks into more meals is also another really helpful tip, especially when it comes to bloating. That's a big one that can be a big needle mover if bloating is a big thing for you. I didn't know that. That's actually, I'm a grazer too. So that was really helpful. <laughs> yeah. It's something Apply to that. About. See if it helps at all. Yeah. And like, what are some foods that maybe were, are very like irritating to a gut that not we can eliminate, but that we can be aware of? Yeah. So, you know, it's really not super complicated. I think sometimes 
we get really worked up in like the sexiness of like, eat this food, not this food. What it all boils down to is eating foods that nourish your body and make you feel good. Mm-hmm. So things that are not great for the gut are things that are just not great for your overall health. Like a lot of added sugar, of course, the occasional added sugar, I'm a big dessert girl, but, um, overconsumption of added sugars aren't great for your gut. They feed the bad bacteria in there. Alcohol is another one that just causes a lot of disruption in the gut microbiome can cause more inflammation. It decreases your ability to break down your food really well. So just not overdoing it on the alcohol, moderate alcohol consumption, totally fine. Um, and then I more so focus on what to be eating instead of what not to be eating. So Hmm. thinking about how you can bring more color onto your plate. So more vibrant fruits and vegetables, the deeper, the color, the better. So I always say, look for really rich pigmented foods, things like beets. When you cut into a beet, it's the same color on the outside than it is on the inside. That's a great pigment rich food. And they're going to be more beneficial for your gut bacteria. Another thing I did not know. This yeah. is great. So yeah. if, if our listeners want to work with you, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you and kind of start that process? Yeah. So Instagram really is the best way. Okay. I'm the most active on Instagram. It's just jillianSmith.rd is my Instagram and just sending me a direct message. I mean, I'm super casual laid back. I'm like, just message me. We'll chat through it, see what you're going through and see if it's a good fit. And if it's something that you'd benefit from. And is it something that you do virtually with people? Yeah. Great. Okay. All virtual. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I just learned a lot. I have four questions that I ask every single guest. Um, so I'm going to ask you those before we wrap up and then give our listeners a chance to follow you at the notes at the show notes. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so blanking her links will be at the show in the show notes. So if you want to follow her, go ahead and do that after we ask these four questions. First question is what is something you're obsessed with right now? Oh, something I'm obsessed with cashew milk. Mm-hmm. It has been my newest discovery. I'm used to, I'm usually like an almond milk type of girl in my smoothies or my coffee. Just discovered cashew milk game changer. Nice. Um, <laughs> I do love cashew milk. My husband's really into oat milk right now. So there's a lot of oat milk in our fridge all the time. Um, okay. Second question is what is something that you're looking forward to in 2022? Hmm. More travel. We were talking about earlier. I'm actually in the Dominican Republic right now. I'm a huge travel bug. And in the past two years, that's been a little bit impeded. So I'm looking forward to getting out, connecting with more people. I'm a big connection connector to people. So I really like to have that physical connection experience, different cultures. So I would have to say traveling. That's a good answer. I am real. We're really excited to travel too. I'm not super excited to travel with a baby slash toddler, but you know, that's just going to be another learning lesson. I'm going to get some tools for that toolbox. Um, (laughs) Next question is what is something that you really love about yourself? I would say something I really love about myself is I'm very empathetic. And I think that comes a lot with my clients because I've struggled with the same things that they're struggling with. And I think I'm a very human to human type person. I'm all about the human in me sees the human in you. And, um, I like to bring that into my work as well. And I'm not just treating a problem, an organ, I'm treating the person. And so really understanding the whole soul of that person is a big part of my practice. And that's something that I like about myself. 
I love that. And that is really helpful, when, especially when you're working with some with um, people on such a personal level. You know, you, it is important for them to feel, um, I guess, seen is the word. Like, I'm not I'm not alone. Like we talked about in the beginning, you've been through it. So you can empathize with your clients, which is really freeing for someone who's, you know, maybe scared to share about something that they're going through. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Last question before we wrap up is if you could leave our listeners, which is women for the most part, um, with one little nugget of truth. Recently, I've been calling it like a post-it note. You know how you like put a post-it note on your mirror or put it on your computer and it's kind of like a little reminder. What's like one little nugget of wisdom that you would leave the listeners with today? I would say you deserve to feel so good. Mm, That's that's something that I'm always, always preaching from the hilltops. I think especially as women, we put ourselves on the back burner and I am like, your time on earth is short. So feel dang good in your body. And that's, you deserve that. You deserve to feel good is so good. Wait, you deserve to feel so good. Isn't that? Yeah. Okay. okay. Deserve to feel so good. <laughs> you deserve to feel so good is so good. Um, like I mumbled earlier, all of her links will be in the show notes. So <laughs> if you want to go um, and follow Jillian, um, definitely head to her Instagram. And then I'll also link her website and everything else in the, in the show notes. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed kind of learning from you and like connecting with you all the way across the Dominican, whatever, Atlantic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, likewise, this was so great. And I love the message that you're out here spreading. So I'm super honored that you asked me to be a guest. Yay. Um, All right, listeners, I will talk to you next week. Bye.